I'm a giant when I stand Ballin' like the Jets, startin' Jersey like the Nets To New York like the Mets, yeah I win like the Yanks Like the past, spell a check, GNT Sports Talk How to show on the net, yeah On myself, yeah I bet, yeah I put blood to the switch, yeah From the East to the West, GNT Sports Talk How to show on the net, yeah What is up, GNT Nation? So football is over, as you guys know. The Super Bowl is now gone. So that means we stop talking football, right? Dead wrong. Football is twenty four seven here on GNT Sports Talk, presented by Grunt Talks. It's just beginning. The off season's just getting started, and a lot of things are getting heated up. We got a lot to talk about, crazy things, and let's get to it. So. Everybody, welcome to a football edition of GNT Sports Talk presented by Grunt Talks. I'm Bobby Thompson. I'm Julian Gillardi. And brother, you know, like you said, football doesn't end. It's all year round, offseason talk and everything. When we left Tampa, there was a big story we were teasing and it finally came to fruition, but it wasn't what we originally thought. So why don't you tell everyone what took place, brother? Okay, so as of yesterday... Everybody's been wondering what is going on with the Eagles and Carson Wentz. Well, it was reported yesterday, and I'll get to what happened, reported yesterday by Adam Schefter that the relationship between Doug Peterson and Carson Wentz was so toxic this year that they went 10 weeks without saying a single word to each other. The quarterback and the head coach did not say a word for nearly three months. That is crazy. And that just explains the dysfunction of the Eagles organization. Uh, Doug Peterson lost his way. And a lot of people were not sold on Carson Wentz. And it's been reported that he wasn't a good locker room guy. And in Philly, he wasn't very liked, but... Let's get to it. So yesterday it became official. So there was a lot of trade talks, of course, and the Eagles were saying, oh, they wanted a Matthew Stafford return, which everyone knows is two first-round picks. They didn't get anything close to that. It was reported that the Bears were interested. The, that's not true. The Bears kicked the tires. I tweeted this yesterday. They kicked the tires on Carson Wentz. They never made a an offer. They never made a legitimate offer didn't even get past first base. So what team did? It was always the Colts. The Colts were in it from day one. They've been consistent in talks, and they finally made it happen. So, yes, let's break it. So the Indianapolis Colts found their quarterback. They acquired Carson Wentz from the Eagles in exchange for a 2022 third-round pick and a conditional 2022 uh, second round pick that could be turned into a first. And let me explain how it could be turned into a first. If Carson Wentz play, there's two ways it could be turned into a first round pick in 2022. The first way, uh, way it could be turned into a first round pick is if the, if Carson Wentz plays 75% of the place, which that will happen. So a first round pick. And another way it could happen is if he plays 70% of the plays and the Colts make the playoffs, 
automatically becomes a first-round pick. So I think we could all say this. The Eagles will be acquiring the Colts' 2022 first-round pick because Carson Wentz is going to be the guy. And, Jules, let's talk about it. The Colts, this was the perfect fit from the beginning. This was where he wanted to be. He gets reunited with Frank Wright, and everybody forgets about this. In 2017, when Carson Wentz was lighting up the league before he tore his ACL in L.A. against the Rams, Frank Wright was the offensive coordinator, and that's where he had his success. Frank Wright is a huge Carson Wentz guy, and when he heard the rumblings that his old guy was available, he made it happen. Colts made it happen, and now they have their quarterback for the next few years. Absolutely, brother. I mean, the ceiling for Wentz and the Colts is pretty high, I think. I mean, I'm not going to say they're going to win a Super Bowl or anything like that, but, like, he can definitely put them in contention again. I mean, I think he's an upgrade over Phillip Rivers. I think you would agree. Um, I think he's going to look a lot better with Indy. It was a bad setup with the Eagles, how things were at the end, especially all the cap problems, Doug Peterson, every, all the mess. Also, something worth noting is that this is the largest dead cap hit in NFL history the Eagles will be paying. $34 million, and he's not even going to be with them. They're paying it still. Eagles have a lot of problems right now, and this trade just gets rid of a distraction, but it doesn't help their finances by any means for this year. No, it doesn't. And here's the thing. Uh, looking at it that way, the Eagles have been in cap space hell for year, for a while now. They Listen, they sold out. They won a Super Bowl. Remember in 2017, they literally got every free agent they could, brought them in. They got some uh, extensions done. But look what it did. It crippled the organization. And we talk about this. And this could be something that the Chiefs run into soon because – it cripples the organization when you do too much like that and you have no cap space. So the one thing when you look at this is the Eagles really, really have a problem. They really, really do with their money. I'm looking at it right now, guys. The Philadelphia Eagles are over the cap by $41 million. There's only one team that passes them with the most money over the cap, and that's New Orleans Saints who are in cap space hell and will be in cap space hell for a long time. But that's besides the point. The Eagles, the, here's the thing. When you look at Carson Wentz, I'm just going to tell you this, in my opinion. I think anything, a first-round pick included in this deal, I think was foolish. I don't care if it's conditional. Carson Wentz has been a guy, yes, he was great before he tore his ACL. Since then, he has not been consistent. He's been a turnover machine, and he's been bad in the locker room. My opinion, I don't think he's worth a first-round pick. I think the two seconds that the Col- that they offered First, that was reported. They should have accepted that. They get a third-round pick. In the, and what got this deal done, Julian, is that conditional second-round pick that will turn into a first. There, Let me tell you something. Carson Wentz could be have a broken arm, and I'm telling you this, could have a broken arm, and the Colts are going to force him out there and play because they want that first-round pick. They're going to do anything and everything possible to make sure he plays 75% of the plays. They're going to do everything. And listen, it's a great landing spot. The Colts offensive line is the best in football. He's going to stand back there and eat tea and and crumpets. And he has great weapons, great running game. So he's built for success now. Now it's on him. Can he get away from what was happening in Philly? And was the supporting cast in Philly weak? Yes, it was. A hundred percent it was. It was not strong by any means. Now it's up to Carson Wentz. You're, You're away from Philly. It's past you now. You're back with Frank Wright. You're comfortable with what he could do. Go out there. And listen, the Colts, 
they took on his salary, the Colts right now still have $53 million in cap space right now. They're the fourth most. And we talk about the Jaguars have the most, then the Jets, then the Patriots, and then the Colts. So the Colts are going to be fine adding weapons for um, Carson Wentz, and they will. So when you look at this, man, this trade, I think it's beneficial for uh, both parties. The Eagles are, you know what, the Eagles are, well, when I talk about it with this, yeah, they, uh, the Eagles are um, going to want that first round pick. And, you know, going back on it, you know what, I think they are okay giving it up. I, in my opinion, like I said, I'm going, I'm backtracking on this guy. Sorry, but I'm back. The thing is the Eagles are really just in a bad situation and the Colts, you know what they're do I Julian going back to what you said, do I think that they're going to be a Super Bowl contender? They're in the mix. I don't think they're a team to beat. In my opinion, they got a lot of holes to fill, but they're getting there. And Carson Wentz, if he could go back to the way he played in 2017, because we could talk about this now. In Philly, he was getting his ass kicked all the time. He was getting hit every play. In Indy, that's not going to happen. So, you know what? It's on him to fix it up. But going back real quick to what I said, brother, about um, the Colts are going to play him. Yeah, they're going to play him, and the Eagles um, will get that first-round pick. Yeah, I mean, look, the only way they don't get the first-round pick is if there's an injury. So they need to hope that doesn't happen. But like you said, the Colts could actually keep him upright. The Eagles offensive line has been sketchy, except the time they made the Super Bowl. It was good that year. It held up enough. But um, actually, that wasn't even him. He got injured too. But like, you know, it was still better than he kind of just ran into some stuff. He also needs to get better at like avoiding the hits that injure him, yes. you know? Like he likes to be like a running back sometimes. He's got to stop doing that. But I'm sure they're going to talk to him and let him know, listen, dude, we need you upright. We got to win games. You don't need to be hurt again. Obviously, they have all the incentive in the world to get that first round pick. So, I mean, the, I mean, wow. I mean, what am I saying here? I botched that, but no, it's all right. So, the Colts have all the incentive in the world to play Wentz, obviously, because they give them the best chance to win. Mm-hmm. That's what I meant to say. Wow. Yeah, I but, botched. Um, I botched some stuff too. It's all good, bro. So, yeah, I mean, I think it's a nice move for Indy. Now, my thing for Indy, I think we've talked about this. They have cap space again. They always seem to have cap space. Um, they're going to get wide receiver help, I think, for Wentz. Mm-hmm. Now, you got to get him a big body. Maybe get a tight end in the room as well. I don't have a lot of guys, but they don't really have a stand outside end. Mm-hmm. So, I guess I'll ask you, and then we'll move on, because I know we have fan questions for NFL free agency. Um, where do you think the Colts will be at the end of the year? Like, it's tough to say now, but, like, what do you think the cold ceiling is with Wentz? Like, how do you see this all playing out? Well, I think they're going to be a playoff team again. I think their defense is one of the best in football still. Um, I think on offense, T.Y. Hilton's a free agent, and he said he's going to test the market. I expect him to test the market, but I could also see him coming back to wanting to play with Wentz too because, listen, as we talked about that, Carson Wentz wasn't really liked in Philly. He was also not happy in Philly. He was miserable. So now he's going someplace new. He wants to show people who he really is. And we've seen what he could do when he's real. What he could play with the best of them. We've seen it. So it's all about putting it all together. And my ceiling, I think they could they could go deep into the playoffs. They really can. They just have to get it together consistently. Uh, I think this team also needs to add a bit to the secondary, in my opinion, to the cornerbacks. 
but I love their front seven with DeForest Buckner. I think they're going to be in on some more pass rush help as well. Their linebackers, Darius Leonard, one of the best in football, is really excited about the move for Carson Wentz. And listen, they're all excited. Indy is excited. I, I think they're going to be a team. Watch out for them. They're, this team, here's what Frank Wright's going to do now with Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz is athletic. They're going to run that RPO like they did in Philly. Get That's what everybody's going to see. It's going to be an RPO type of offense. And, you know, I think that the running backs there are great. They got Naheem Hines. They got Wilkins. And then they, they have Jonathan Taylor. They're set with that. I think they're really, really good with that. I think, in my opinion, wouldn't surprise me a bit if they go out and try – if. Zach Ertz gets released if they they uh, take a f- flyer on him. I think that would be smart too, but we don't know if uh, Ertz wants to play with Wentz again, but he also likes Frank Wright as well. But I do think that the Colts will be there. I definitely do in the AFC. Absolutely, brother. I agree with you 100%. I mean, I would say the ceiling might be the AFC championship game maybe. I mean, the Chiefs are going to have to go through some stuff. We'll see if they can repeat, but – I don't know if the Colts are quite ready. We have a while to see what they end up doing. Um, Carson Wentz, could he get back to what he used to be in 2017? I don't quite think so, but I think he'll be a lot better than what we saw in Philadelphia. So what should we tackle next, brother? So, you know what? Let's, um, I'm going to, why don't we do this? We'll do the fan questions at the end. Um, why don't we go to some, you know, just some rumors, some news, and we'll uh, take it from there. We'll, we'll talk about our teams a little bit and then we'll take it. So let's, uh, Let's talk about some uh, – oh, here's another thing. Uh, the NFL yesterday sent a memo to all 32 NFL teams that the salary cap floor has been increased. Everybody knows that because of the pandemic and no fans in the stands that last year was $198 million. Well, it had to drop. Of course, they lost money. So it was, they said it would be $175 million, which is about $13 million less than I'm, – I'm sorry, almost $20 million less than what they could have spent last they were spending in 2020 well yesterday they said the floor now is 180 million so it's going to be anywhere between 180 million and i think about 187 188 they also have a big tv deal coming up soon which will probably raise the salary cap more so what does this mean for teams like the Patriots for me and the Jets for you Jules that means more money for our teams to spend on free agents so I'm telling you this right now on spot spottrack.com. Anybody wants to look up any salary cap stuff for fo- football, baseball, uh, with the luxury tax, hockey, you name it, go to this website, spottrack.com. And right now I'm looking at it and it's cap tracker. And like I said, the most cap space, and this is projected at 185 million is the Jaguars with a 79.6 million. The jets are number two with 75.5. The Patriots are third with 68.8 and the Colts are fourth with 53.8 million to spend. And behind them, the Bengals have 45 million. The, um, the, um, what was it? Uh, excuse me. I'm sorry. The, um, Washington football team has 41. The Broncos have 39 and the Dolphins have 35 Panthers. I didn't realize have that this much cap space. They have, 35 million as well. The Chargers have 33.9 million. Browns 29.7. Baltimore 28.9. Buccaneers 27.7. Cowboys 27.7. And a lot of the Cowboys cap space is going to go to Dak Prescott. And the 49ers have 20.4 million. 
So when you look at all this, Julian, all I'm just going to say is I want to ask you, the Jets right now with a floor of $185 million on this projected, Jets have 75.5. Any way you think the Jets could create more cap? Oh, yes, actually. There's a couple ways. I need to find a good tweet that someone had about this, but there's a couple things that could happen here. You got Henry Anderson at $8 million. That's almost an automatic cut. A lot of us are wondering why it hasn't happened yet, but um, that's one way right there. Of course, Jamison Crowder has been a hot topic. I actually have all the names in front of me, so this is perfect. Jamison Crowder, $10.4 million. Very up in the air what's going to happen with him. I'm an advocate for keeping him unless you're getting Curtis Samuel guaranteed because I don't want to create more holes in our wide receiver room because we don't have many. But um, I understand the $10 million, but in the draft, I don't know what's going to happen. If we trade the picks for Watson, which is the pipe dream, obviously, what we really want, a little bit of a stretch at this point, but I guess it's still possible. Um, U Stadium actually mentioned that McLean, who's connected with the Texans, said that they would want the second-best quarterback, which is what the Jets could offer, obviously. But um, Henry Anderson, like we said, Alex Lewis, 5.2, is definitely a cock candidate, especially because all the stuff that happened with him after the season. He has some personal issues, though. Gase is gone now. I know Douglas loves Alex Lewis, but they could potentially use that $5 million. Uh, Greg Van Rotten in 3.4 is definitely possible. Ryan Griffin at 1.8 seems likely to me. I think they want to get a better tight end with Hearns on. So if you do all that stuff, that gets you actually past $100 million. Yeah, that that those are a lot of great ways. And I'll tell you right now, it's inevitable that the Jets will let go of Henry Anderson. They'll find mm-hmm. much better options, and they'd rather spend on a better option than Henry Anderson because he's not just – what the Jets are paying him, he's not producing at that, that price. Um, I said this to you yesterday off – air about um, uh, Jamison Crowder. I'm a big Jamison Crowder guy. That's a high cap hit of $10 million. Um, I think, you know what? I think, you know what? The Jets can really – it's tough. I said yesterday you guys could let him go because of, it's $10 million saved. But you know what? Maybe he could take a pay cut if he wants to stay. But I could also see him wanting to play elsewhere. So that's interesting. But you guys – are going to create cap space and you guys are going to be there with a lot of money and a lot of free agents are going to want to go to you. So um, I'm going to tell you this, man, I want to real quick. I'm going to say about the Patriots. Um, It was reported yesterday that the Patriots will only trade and Jeff Howe of the athletic tweeted for the Patriots said the only way to Patriots trade Stefan Gilmore. And I want to talk to all my Patriots faithful um, Pat's nation faithful that we're all a part of. Listen, Stefan Gilmore is not going anywhere. I'm tired of seeing on Twitter, oh, we're going to trade Stefan Gilmore. I'm tired of it. Stop it. Stop it, please. <laughs> the guy changed the defense for the better. Yes, is he has a $7 million base salary this year. His cap hit is $15 million. The Patriots will only trade him under one condition if they can't get an extension done. And Stefan Gilmore has made it clear he wants to stay here, but he also wants to get paid. I do agree as well. So, I think the Patriots can create more cap space by giving Stephon Gilmore an extension. Uh, Dante Hightower's coming back, Jules. He has a $12.4 million cap hit. Apparently, he's interested in lowering his cap hit and signing an extension so that cr- and can take away half of that. So, lower the cap and add $6.4 million in cap space for the Patriots. When I look at it right now, um, Devin McCourty has 
million dollar cap hit this year. I don't think the Patriots ask him to take a pay cut, but I could also see him in his last season. You know what? He wants a ring. He could do that. Um, other than that, you know, Julian Edelman has been a hot topic to be released. I don't know why people are saying that. Please stop that too. Please, everybody. He's not going anywhere. He's you not know. going to Tampa Bay to go play with. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, Was he going to get word to Tampa Bay? Are they going to move on from AB or Scotty Miller? Is Brady going to pick no. up the phone to no, call no, Edelman? No, 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 no. That, That's not going to happen. No. <laughs> Man, will... let me just, I got to paint the what if though. What would you do if it happens? I'd be extremely devastated because Julian Edelman's been so, um, he has been so loyal to the Patriots. He he also said something yesterday that caught my eye. He said Tom Brady took everybody and left me in New England while he went to Tampa and won a Super Bowl. <laughs> uh oh. So I don't think no, I don't think listen, Julian Edelman said it. He loves Boston. He loves what he's doing. So he, he only has a six million dollar cap hit. Like, why are you even gonna touch it? And he's last year, he's not he's gonna probably retire after this. So wouldn't touch it. Um I could tell you this right now with the Patriots, Patriots fans, if Joe Tooney is back with New England with the Patriots next year, I'll be shocked. I, I said this in my free agent predictions that you could catch on GruntTalksMLB.com. Uh, I think Joe Tooney's going to sign a free agent deal with the Jets. I've said Ooh, it. I think J-E-T-S, it's inevitable. baby. Bring him over. I think uh, Joe Douglas has been high on him. Last year, the Patriots put the franchise tag on him because he got Bel- Belichick knew that the Jets were going to go get him. This year, Belichick found his replacement in Michael Uwanu, who last year was so versatile all over the offensive line that we have flexibility enough to let Joe Tooney go. I'm going to be upset, but it is what it is. So all I'm going to tell you is this with the Patriots, Jules, we got to figure out who our quarterback is. And I'll tell you this, if it's Cam Newton, I'm not going to be thrilled, but I will accept it. I'm going to have to, but there's also word that the Patriots will bring in Marcus Mariota. That is intriguing to me. Listen, he was a backup for the Raiders last year. He played when Car- when uh, Derek Carr got hurt. He looked okay. Um, you know what? Marcus Mariota's always been a guy, you know what? He was drafted high. He never played to his potential. I think a change of scenery. He played well with the Raiders last year. I think the Patriots could build around him. I think he's more athletic than Cam Newton is, and he gives you a lot more of that. And he's not as injury prone as Cam Newton is. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens with the pages. I'm excited for it. free agency. Listen, free guys, free agency. It's March. It's February 19th. Free agency is in a month from it's in 28 days, March 17th. It's in 28 days. It's four weeks away. It's going to be right around the corner. So that's what with the Patriots. Hope you're enjoying the show so far. Follow us on Twitter at Grunt Talks NFL, Instagram Grunt Talks Team. Again, Twitter Grunt Talks NFL, Instagram Grunt Talks Team. Now back to the show. Absolutely, brother. I'm excited to potentially get Joe Tooney. The Jets got to build the offensive line. Um, yeah, I mean, look, some of the questions you brought up are fair, though. Like, you got to understand where they're coming from because the Patriots are in an area they haven't been in a long time. How are they going to turn the page? You know, are they going to go younger? What are they doing the quarterback? You haven't had this many questions in all season for a very long time. And yeah. the cap space you have. So it's a blank canvas. I think your draft picks are probably in a good spot. They normally are. Mm-hmm. You would know better than me, obviously. Yeah. But um, I think it's going to be interesting to see. I'd like the, I do like the prospects of Marcus Mariota with, for the Patriots. I do. I know Andy Dalton's been thrown around again. I've heard Fitzpatrick a little bit. Um, I don't think Watson's realistic. Obviously, I don't think you do either, really. But um, Jimmy Watson, G, no. Jimmy G, you know, if they, if the 49ers get Watson somehow, and I think you guys would end up getting him back. I could see that happening, as you've talked about a lot. So, 
I'm yeah. really excited to see what happens this offseason. For it's going to be fun for the division. Um, a lot of stuff. The Dolphins are the team to watch too. Buffalo's on the obviously the best team right now, but I don't know how their cap space looks. So it's going to be very interesting. Yeah, it's with the Patriots. I'm excited to see what Bill Belichick does. Last year, it wasn't a great year, seven and nine. But looking back on it, seven and nine is an accomplishment because this team should have been like four and twelve, in my opinion. Um, but there's a lot of holes that need to be filled and we'll see what Bill Belichick does. But listen, if you're asking me what I want the Patriots to do at quarterback, I want Jimmy Garoppolo. I want him back. I feel like, you know what? He can really do well. He saw, you saw what he did in two games started for the Patriots in 2016, how he just got in there, fit in the rhythm. And it's funny when the Patriots acquired Brandon cooks, Belichick did that because it was supposed to be for, uh, Jimmy Garoppolo's offense. That's why he brought him in. It wasn't for Tom Brady. It was for Jimmy Garoppolo. So that's pretty interesting. And that tells you what uh, Bill Belichick thinks of Jimmy Garoppolo, especially I, I apparently uh, it was reported that Jimmy Garoppolo and Bill Belichick talk almost every week. That's another thing. So wow. I, I think, I think something's brewing and you know what, Jules, why don't we transition real quick? Everybody wants to know what's going on with the, um, with Deshaun Watson Let's uh, let me uh, we'll talk about that real quick and then we'll move on. Uh, Deshaun Watson, there's nothing new. He wants to get traded. He's not answering the Texans' calls, <laughs> as we all know. Um, it's pretty obvious he wants to get traded. Like they actually think he wants to go back. They're 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 on. They need to get drug tested. But uh, yeah, they seem to try to want to like play it out. Yeah, it's it's annoying. We'll see. Exactly. So. Everybody's talking about where could he go. Everyone's talking. John McCain, um, insider for the Texans, said that the Jets are a good fit. Everybody, the Jets have the most capital and uh, assets that the Texans would be intrigued by to trade him. Well, it was reported a few uh, yesterday or um, Wednesday that Deshaun Watson. Oh, it was yesterday, I think. He's aware of, and there was a tweet or a report from the athletic that said that like, he's aware that if he's traded to the jets, it will affect their chance to build a quality roster around them. I don't believe that at all. I think they still will have plenty of cap space to sign assets for him. Uh, I think yeah. in my opinion, Julian, the team to watch out for is the Panthers. I've been talking right. about this for the past few days. The Panthers owner, David Tepper is very aggressive. He wants them. He'll give up the three first. And, and it was reported by one of their insiders, like a bold prediction. I've been a bold prediction that even Christian McCaffrey will be involved. I think that's asinine. Uh, any deal with Christian McCaffrey in it, the Panthers should be getting a three first round picks. They shouldn't be giving up three first and giving up um, Christian McCaffrey. I think that's asinine, but I will yeah. tell you this. I think the jets are the, the, the front runners to land them. I'm going to keep saying that until somebody proves me wrong. I think the 49ers are a team to watch out for. Also, the Denver Broncos to watch out for what they could do. But with Jules, you know what? I think your Jets, they're in prime position. They're just taking their time on this. Look, I mean, I've been saying this too. I'm not counting it out. Everyone wants to read all the reports and stuff. I get it. Everyone's like, oh, he doesn't want this. Oh, the Panthers are in. Oh, this, that, and the other thing. But here's the thing. We've said this before. The Jets offer the best package because they have the um, – they have the picks. The Jets have the best picks. And if they really want the rebuilds and get the quarterback, obviously they can't go to the Dolphins because then they're not going to get the second best quarterback because then yeah. 
we'll we could take the second best quarterback, you know, like or anyone else that we trade out with, and they're not going to want to give up more assets because they don't have any assets, even if they use the ones they get in the trade. Like that's just too complicated. Like one trade, figure out your draft spot, and get yourselves together, Houston. Yeah, Deshaun Watson's not going to play for the Texans. It doesn't matter what they do, say what they think. Like he's done. And if they want to make this get ugly and get to the point that he holds out, then they're going to lose leverage and they're going to not going to get as much back for him. They've already messed up multiple trades. This is the one time they can actually do it right, maximize his value and get a haul for him. They'll open up some future cap space, which obviously is limited for them, although he's not a problem, but they can't win with him right now, even though he's only 25 because they have no picks, they have no cap space and the team's not very good. I agree. I agree a hundred percent. I I'm telling, listen, I think the jets have the most to offer. It's been what they do is up to them. Joe, you never know what Joe Douglas is going to do. You think he's going to do one thing and he does another, but what he's building, I think jets fans should be happy about what Robert Salah is doing. Uh, he's Robert Salah is the new head coach. A lot of players love Robert Salah. So I could see a lot of players going to want to play for the jets. Um, I will tell you this is that the Jets are in, the Jets. Listen, here we go. Ring the bell. It's time for my favorite saying the Jets have what we call in the business, a luxurious problem <laughs> on their hands because they could trade for Deshaun Watson or they could pick a quarterback at number two. They're in pretty good shape. And for everybody who loves Sam Darnold, and we have a lot of friends that love Sam Darnold. Yeah, we'll get listen, listen. I'm I'm just going to tell you this, and Julian will agree. Sam Darnold is not the quarterback of the Jets in 2021. He no. will be traded. The, the organization has made it clear they are moving on from Sam Darnold. In my opinion, do I think that it's fair? No, in a way. I think he got, forgive my language, guys, I think he got the shit end of the stick. Uh, I think the injuries, the mono, uh, the offensive line trouble, the weapons haven't always been there. He hasn't always given his fair share, but he hasn't helped it either. When he's been in there, and Julian and I attested to this yesterday, Julian to- showed me a video that Sam Darnold throws the same interceptions, and that's not going to cut it. Yeah, I mean, look, I'm sorry, everyone. I want to hold on to Sam. I'm done. I tried my har- I tried my hardest to make this work. Like, I did. I wanted to hang on. I did, but... At the end of the Patriots game, I was like, you know what? No, I've seen this too much. Like, the AFC East dominates him, which is terrible. Mm-hmm. He can't play against the Dolphins ever, it seems like. Buffalo's the one team he actually does somewhat well against, but, like, it doesn't yeah. matter. Honestly, and the thing with Watson and not having enough assets doesn't make any sense because they still have cap space. Watson's hits only $10 million this year. People need to get that, too. We're not paying the full contract for Watson this year. The Jets have plenty of open cap space. You know all those guys we were talking about before? Of course. You can get a pair of scissors. You can cut up the roster. You can tell them to take a hike. And you can bring in Deshaun Watson. And guess what? All that cap space is enough to pay him in the future almost, too, once you add that all together. So that's the thing that people need to realize. The other thing is that Darnold just isn't it with this team. I'm sorry. Because if he makes the interceptions, the fans are going to be coming for him. We are not happy with Sam right now. We're all frustrated with Sam. A few of us think he still has a chance to. I think he's a complete bust. No, I don't. You made a lot of great points about how he um, had the bad end to the stick. He really did. He had a terrible head coaching. 
Even Todd Bowles' book, Better with the Bucks, was not an offensive mind. He was not set up for success in any of the three seasons with the Jets. He was not. But he's too inconsistent. He's gotten injured all the time. He hasn't played 16 games. The mono thing, yeah, that's an aberration. But it's still just one of those things. It's just like, why? You know, like, it's just he's a great leader. Well, I don't know about leader, honestly, unfortunately. He's a good soldier. He keeps his mouth shut. He does what he has to do. But I don't know if the guys really rally around Darnold. That's the other thing. I'm not really convinced, especially with some of the stuff we've heard this offseason, that we don't need to go back into it. But the eyes are on Darnold now since Wentz got traded. That was as soon as I asked Bobby. I'm like, is Darnold next? He said yes. So where can Darnold end up? The Washington football team is screaming at me right now. That's where I think he's going to end up. He's also played well in the NFC East which is another – I know it's only like a few games, but he wouldn't have to go too far. As much dysfunction as the football team has normally had in the past, they actually have a decent foundation right now. Do they need a little bit more? Yeah, they do. Probably need some more wide receivers, maybe boost the line a little bit. I'm sure Sheriff will resign because he loves the Redskins for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. Um, their defense is good. So I think that's a great landing spot. The Bears, I don't know if they should take another risk with a quarterback like this. I don't think it's smart for them, but if they want to, okay. The Steelers, if they move on from Ben, which has been talked about, um, and then the Colts are off the board, obviously. I think we both agree the 49ers are out because I don't think he's a significant upgrade over Jimmy G, and I'm sure you feel the same way. In fact, it might almost be like a flat line, honestly. I don't even know like who would be better. Probably Jimmy G's done more, though, obviously. Yeah, I agree. Um, listen, the 49ers, the only way they move on from Jimmy Garoppolo is one way they could upgrade at the quarterback position, and Sam Darnold's not an upgrade over Sam uh, Jimmy Garoppolo by any means. I, don't think uh, so I agree with you. I think Washington is the team to watch out for. Um, the Jets, you know what? Adam Schefter says they can get a first-round pick. I think they're going to settle for a high second, in my opinion. Um, I think... The Steelers are a team to watch, absolutely, especially because Kevin Colbert, the Steelers GM, as Julian said yesterday, uh, they're noncommittal to Ben Roethlisberger at $41.5 million. I mean, why would they, especially since his play is deteriorated? Yeah, but um, I think the Panthers are also a team to watch, too. Um, there's, there's a few teams out there. He's going to have a market. They've been getting multiple calls on Sam, so there's a lot of teams that are interested and – they feel he, he can make the leap just from leaving the Jets. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens. Yeah, for sure. I mean, look, I think he's going to end up getting dealt. Um, I think it would make sense to do it before free agency. So, like, things could be more clear and people can know what's going on. Could they wait until the draft? Yeah, they could. Um, there's other quarterbacks that could get moved. But I think we both think if someone gets moved, it's going to be him. Um, I think the compensation you said is accurate. I'm not sure if the first round pick is a thing anymore. Do you think the Wentz trade helps hurts or it's indifferent with Darnold? That's a big question. It's indifferent. Too. I think it's indifferent. I've heard really so do. many different things about that. Like yeah. I've heard it hurts. I've heard it's indifferent. I've heard it doesn't. I no one thinks it helps. I don't think though. Actually, no. Um, the one case you can make that it helps is that the salaries are lopsided because Darnold would only be like four, five, nine million. I think like. I think the Jets save five. He's nine total. I'm not sure if the other team gets four or nine, but he's obviously hasn't proved as much as Wentz either. 
whoever takes Sam is definitely taking a gamble. They can resurrect him, which is possible. You know, I could see him having success elsewhere. I think he's really just an above average quarterback, though. I don't think he's ever going to be top 10 by any means, wherever he ends up. I agree. I agree with that 100%. Absolutely. So I think we hit the nail on the head with Darnold. Yep. What do you think is next? So why don't we um, why don't we go to some fan questions? Awesome! I'm looking forward to these. So okay. who are we gonna start off with? So we have four questions. We got to. So this first one is from Ryan Garcia, and everybody could follow him at Ryan Garcia ESM. And his question is: Who is your Who's your most underrated defensive free agent and offensive free agent? First of all, Ryan, that is a tremendous question, and I could not wait to answer this. And, Julian, I'll give mine, and then you give yours. Is that okay? Absolutely. You lead off. So, okay, defensive free agent is William Jackson, the corner. William Jackson is re- apparently is getting a lot of hype. He's he might, And it was reported a few days ago, he might be one of the first players to sign. He's really gaining a lot of interest. And for those of you who don't know who William Jackson is, he uh, was the Bengals' corner for the past uh, five years. He's been very, very good. He's he's shut down. He's locks down. Very, very good cornerback um, on defense. I think that is an underrated free agent on defense that nobody's talking about because it's highlighted by um, J.J. Watt and Von Miller, who's going to be a free agent, and Judon and all that. But my – Offensive free agent, you know what? That's a very, very good question because when you look at it and have them all up here. So let's see here. You know what? My most underrated offensive free agent, I'm going to go with, um, you know what? It's a very, very good question. That's a, I'm going to go with, you know what? I'm going to go with, uh, I'm going to go with Corey Davis. I know. I think everybody's sleeping on Corey Davis a lot. I know he he's twenty. He, listen, he's twenty six years old in Tennessee. Um, he was drafted first in the first round, hot, very high. Um, since AJ Brown came along, you're not really seeing him do a lot of um, a lot of things because AJ Brown is. So I think it's very underrated. I think wherever he goes, and in my opinion, I think he goes to Green Bay. Uh, I think he's going to really do well. I think he's a great receiver, runs great routes. He's got speed. He doesn't drop the ball. Very, very good receiver. So what do you got for me, brother? Okay, so offense, I'm I'm kind of torn. I have an interesting one, actually. I think you'll like this one. How about um our boy Tanyan from the Packers? I don't ooh, know how no one's really like talking that. about Robert Tanyan as a free agent. I mean, I love him to jet up. I think the Packers will be foolish to let him go. Robert Tanyan, tight end quality tight end for green bay he's really come on of late a red zone Um, monster yeah he's really developed into a nice option he's very young too a lot of upside i could see him fitting in nicely somewhere will the packers keep him though i would say probably but you know how they are free agency so defense i gotta think of someone you know what i have a good one for you we've talked about him off the air i feel like he doesn't get too much pub but i know that you might be right about him soon with rambling ram how about leonard floyd Oh, okay. Okay. For defense. Leonard, Flo- Leonard Floyd. You know what? That's a good one. A lot of people don't really talk about him. And on the ba- on the Rams, he doesn't really get talked about because he it's taken over by Aaron Donald. That's why. Yeah, exactly. But he, he's right. not bad. He really isn't bad. Uh, obviously, everybody knows him from when he was on the Bears. He did very, very well. The Rams got him. 
Um, I think he's going to have a good market. He's a great pass rusher. So teams that need pass rusher help and <clears throat> Patriots and Jets. <laughs> yeah, that's why I'm that. talking about them. So I think that that's a really good one. I like that. Also, another underrated on defense, in my opinion. I think Matthew Judon is very underrated. Nobody talks about this guy. He is a motor. He's been so effective, so consistent for the uh, Ravens over the past few years. And like in my free agent predictions, I'll tell you guys, I have him going to the Jets, going back with Mosley, and then the Jets trying to build what the Ravens defense had a few years ago. But with Robert Salah, get used to it. They're trying to build what the 49ers defense was. So that should bring a smile to Jets fans' faces like Julian and a frown to Patriot fans' faces like mine. <laughs> yes, sir. You know, I'm excited. It's going to be fun. So um, that was a great question, Ryan Garcia. And we'll put you, we'll uh, hype you up when we put this out. So my next, the next question, Julian, is from I, and it's at Mr. I3200. And his question is which player is most likely to get traded that would shock everyone that he got traded? That's a very, very good question, too. I'm going to go with, you know what? That no, that's really tough. Ooh. Huh. This is kind of trumping me. I I don't I wish I knew your name, but uh what do you think? Uh, you know what? They get traded. I'm gonna go with Odell Beckham. I'm gonna go nice. with uh I, I think Odell Beckham, everybody talks about it, but the Browns I think the Browns, listen, they've they proved without him they could go far in the playoffs. They went to the uh AFC championship game without him, and they're much better without him it, it's it's obvious and you know Odell Beckham it's been there's been rumblings about him starting trouble being a distraction but I think it would benefit him if he goes elsewhere I think that's who uh the player who will get traded that will shock everyone because it's the second time absolutely brother I know we've talked about this in length um I'm trying to think who I would say I was trying to think of this question too you know someone that would really be surprising um I, well I don't think it's that surprising but I'm going to go with Michael Thomas. I think he's going to get traded. I actually like that a lot. Because so I'll put Michael Thomas into the, into the trade wins. And the reason why everybody, why Michael Thomas should be talked about in the trade wins, as Julian said, which is great, by the way, brother, I love it, uh, is because the Saints have no cap space and they really need to do more. Also, don't be surprised if Marshawn Lattimore gets traded. I was going to say him too. I was going to pair the two together almost. So I like that as well. You know, the Saints are in a really bad spot. They have no money. In fact, they're negative money, like by a lot. I don't know how they let this happen. This was very dumb of them. They tried to go all in and it didn't work. It blew up in their face. Drew Brees hung on too long. And is he finally going to go? Like, what's going on yes, with that? Yes, yes, Drew Brees is going to retire. Um, Jesus, like, come on, dude. What are we waiting just, for? He hasn't really announced it publicly <laughs> yet, but his wife has indicated at it. He's indicated at it. He took the pay cut to help yeah. the Saints out a little bit. It, I mean, it helped him out a little a little bit, but not that much. I still much. understand and, that one still. Like, that's so confusing. If he's going to retire, like, what's the pay cut for it? Uh, yeah, I don't – honestly, you want to know why? I think it's because, um, you know, I'm not really sure if they if they retire, they still get – it. I, I think he just did it, like I said, as just a last-minute gesture to the Saints. It was just like, oh, let me help you one more time. And, yeah, I think that's what I think about that. Yeah, that's that's an interesting question. Very good question. I like that one. Yep. So our next question is from Jake Wakely at Wakes3019. And he asked, Buffalo Bills offseason targets, who will they sign, draft, trade for? 
Okay, so Jake, the Bills have only three million in cap space, and it was just tweeted. I know I said they had a little bit more, but it was just reported right now that uh, they only have three million in cap space before they're going to have to really work something out. Um, I could tell you this right now. Matt Milano is going to test free agency, and Brandon Bean, the Bills' general manager, said that they're going to let him test it, and they know most likely he won't be back. So some off-season targets, I think you guys will be in on J.J. Watt. I mean, he's going to have to, you guys are going to have to really try to find make some money to try to bring him in. But I think it's a player to watch out for, and it's realistic that he'll go there because he has interest to play. Um, I think that they're going to try to upgrade the secondary still. Of course, they have Tredavious White. Their safeties are tremendous with Poyer and um, what's the, uh, Mink, uh, Micah Hyde. But at the, the second corner, they really need some some help so, there. But uh, drafting, I think they're going to – you know what? I think they're going to try to draft some running uh, running back, in my opinion. I think they need help there. Um, trade for, I, I don't think they're going to really be in the trade market right now, honestly, because of their cap situation. So, unfortunately, with the Buffalo Bills, I think you guys – you know what? You guys went to the playoff – to the uh, playoffs. And, by the way, I want to take that back um, – about um forget sorry guys I'm my head's in so many different places but um the bills have a lot of great talent on their roster but with that they don't have the money they're gonna have to really make some money and and here's what I'll do I'll look up for you guys right now about what the bills have in their free agents and all that so let's look at it for you guys right now so says right here that, yeah, you guys only have $3.8 million and your free agents this year are, let's see, Trent Murphy, he's gone. Tyler Croft, tight end, he's gone. You guys have tight ends galore. Let's hope our good buddy um, Tommy Sweeney gets back on the playing field. Josh, Nor- Josh Norman's a free agent. He's 34. I don't know if you guys want to bring him back. John Feliciano, guard, who's going to gain some attraction brian winters old jets a free agent andre roberts winters uh. yeah tj yeldon they they got to upgrade the running back position in my opinion that's what they really have to do in their linebackers i think losing matt milano is going to be huge for them but with the corner they need to get a second corner linebacker and maybe some running backs that's what i feel they need to do but other than that they they don't have the flexibility to make a lot of moves no they don't i was thinking the same thing honestly for me um I think they need to address the running back situation. Obviously, it's not what they hoped it was going to be. I don't know what's up with Zach Moss. Singletary was very disappointing. And you saw it hurt them at the end because they finally got out class because they can't just throw the ball. You got to run the ball. So I think they're going to target running backs in the drafts again. I really do. Mm-hmm. I'm Najee not sure Harris. which Najee Harris. Yes. They don't have their first round pick because of Diggs, right, brother? Yeah. Yeah, they don't have their first-round pick, so they got to hope that he falls to the second, which I think he can. That would be a steal if they can get him, and I wouldn't like that too much. Who are some other guys they could target in that second or the third round for running backs? Ooh, that's a good, that's a good question here, and I'll look that up for you um, right now, who the Bills can um, uh, target. <clears throat> Let's see. Uh... I'm trying to think. Other than that, I mean the Bills – could they use a more certain thing at tight end? I mean, they have a bunch like you were talking about. I mean, Dawson Knox is okay. He doesn't really knock our socks off by any means. Obviously, we love Tommy Sweeney. Hope he gets back out there because he can contribute as well. Oh, they um, have Travis Etienne, who I, I don't think, know if he's going to make it, though. 
Uh, yeah, that's true. Najee Harris, of course. There's uh, Kenny Gainwell from Memphis. Uh, Kyron Hill from Mississippi State. Um, some guy, for, well, he's a fullback. I'm not going to say him. I don't know why they have him on this list. Uh, Michael Carter. Uh, Larry Roundtree from Missouri. Uh, Javante Williams from North Carolina. Demetric uh, Felton from uh, UCLA, who's used as a running back and receiver. Uh, Ch- Chubba Hubbard <laughs> from <laughs> Oklahoma State. Oh my uh, God! Yeah, Trey Sermon. Um, yeah, there's a few. There's a few options they could go for. They they got some options, definitely. You know, I think something Chubba, else. Whoever drafts Chubba Hubbard is the winner. <laughs> oh my God, Chubba Hubbard! Imagine Jets get Chubba Hubbard. Jesus, but um, I think that um, they could use a pass rush. Obviously, that hurt them. I was surprised how bad their pass rush was this year. Um, yeah, no, no, it was it was bad. They need um JJ Watt makes a ton of sense yeah. to the Bills. Mm-hmm. I could see it, unfortunately. I think I'm starting to feel Packers for JJ, but <laughs> the too. Bills could definitely sneak in. You know, the Browns have been mentioned now. Um, I think that um they also need some help with that run defense, which has been terrible. So they're gonna need to get some guys. The linebackers, like you said, they have the D tackles. Star with two away opting out definitely hurt them. They'll definitely welcome him back next year. Of course. Um, yeah, they could use a few linebackers, I would say. That seems accurate. Yeah, definitely they do. Definitely they do. So, Jules, let's go on to our last question. And this is from, and you'll like this one, Mookie Davis Jr. the third at Paredes on Fig St. Nine. And his question is, Raiders a fit for who? And would it be more than two who's? I mean, um, I'll give you who I think the Raiders could target, in my opinion. I think the Raiders are going to land Juju Smith-Schuster. I said that in my predictions. Um, They need to upgrade at receiver. Yes, they have um, Nelson Aguilar, but he's a free agent. Um, They got got, uh, Waller the baller, of course, at tight end. That's their best receiver. (laughs) Yep. They got uh, Josh Jacobs at running back. Their offensive line is stout. I also could tell you in Raiders news – the Raiders might move on from Trent Brown, and that's an offensive tackle, left tackle that teams might need. So whoever needs a left tackle, big guy like Becton, they're the same size. So if you need it, and I'm I'm saying this for the Patriots, go get him again. You want him um, back, I see. Yeah, I do. But uh, they have Hunter Renfro. I, I think the Raiders are going to be in the market, too, for pass rusher help. I really do. They need that, too. Obviously, since yeah. Mac left, they never filled that void. Yeah, no, they, they really uh, – really been lacking some pass rusher help. And I'll tell you this, I'll pull up for you guys right now, my uh, free agent predictions for the Raiders, what I said. Um, Like I said, I did say the Raiders are going to be in on Juju. They've been very vocal. They want him. I said the Raiders will get Juju Smith-Schuster four years, 68 mil. Uh, I think that's realistic. I also think I have it up here that the Raiders will, like we said, defense. And I think that they're a team that will definitely – get somebody underrated. Here's another guy underrated. He didn't have a good 2020, but Melvin Ingram, pass rusher from the Chargers, I think that the Raiders are going to be high on him. I could see yeah. him fitting in there. Raiders, he'll go the Raiders three years, 45 mil. I could definitely see that happening. 
No, I think that's a good fit. I was also going to point to him before when I asked about the underrated guy in defense. I mean, he's definitely getting slept on. I saw him kind of low in your rankings, too. I was a little bit surprised with that. Now, what your rankings, were those in order of, like, positional needs? Or, like, did you actually, like, evaluate, like, their play, like, from 1 to no, 50? No, no, like, how like you feel 50, they are? I used it from um, Pro Football Focus. I did their top 50, and I, I switched some around from my personal opinion. Oh, okay. And then I added some players that weren't on there and all that. Like I added JJ Watt. I said the Patriots would get him, but we all know that's not going to happen. <laughs> uh, also, I will say this going back to the Colts real quick. They need cornerback help. What better way to bring in than a uh, free agent. That's not going back to Arizona, Patrick Peterson. I think that would be great for them. Uh, yeah. But I'm for the Raiders. I think they're going to go get Juju. And I think that Melvin Ingram is going to be their guy for pass rusher help. I can see them going after Bud Dupree, too, although I know the Steelers really like Dupree. They can well, the Steelers have them. no money, too. So, you know what? Bud Dupree's going to have a big market. And here, I'll tell you, in my opinion, in terms of Bud Dupree, who, where I think he could go. And let's see here um, where I have him. Um, yeah, no, this wasn't like any order about how their play it was just the, the rankings and all that. I was that. curious. I meant to ask you, actually. But for the Raiders, I think Juju is a home run for them. I said, you know what? Bud Dupree, I said his interested teams are going to be in Steelers, of course, Bills, Browns, Falcons, Jets, Raiders. Yeah, we should course, be in on him. Patriots and Colts. I have him going to the Colts for a big contract because they Ooh. also could upgrade on defense. And adding him with DeForest Buckner is scary. That's a good point, brother. That's one hundred percent true. That would be a tough front to go against. It really would be. They um they got a lot of talent in Indy. You know, he would just add more. Be a luxurious problem, as you like to say. <laughs> but um, seriously, he's a great fit for the Raiders. He's a great fit for the Jets. He's a great fit to go back if they can somehow figure that out. I mean, he's a great fit for New England. He could go almost anywhere. But it's going to be interesting to see. He's coming off the ACL, but I think he'll recover just fine. You know, I think who else for Oakland? Watch it again. Vegas <laughs> makes sense. It's okay. We all, I, I, did, I keep doing it too, bro. And Jules, you want to know something? I actually have one more question that we could both can answer. Um, it was from Anthony Jock, and he goes, Where do you think Watson is going? I got it. Oh, he thinks okay. it's 49ers or Panthers. I'm going to tell you this. Like I said, I think the Jets have the most. I think the sleeper teams are Anthony with you, and also you all can follow, follow Anthony at All Star 2773. Uh, I think the 49ers and Panthers are the dark horses for him. I think the Jets are the front runners. Dolphins will be in there. A-E-T-S. Also, don't sleep on the Broncos. The Broncos are tr- are not sold on. Um, they're not sold on Drew Locke. And apparently it's been reported that they had to dummy down their offense for Drew Locke. So that, oh boy. that what does that say about you? So, um, uh, wow, that's a so bad Anthony, report. I think it's going to be the Jets, but I do think the 49ers and Panthers will be there. But – I get this gut feeling that the Panthers are going to do everything they can to land them. And because uh, Deshaun Watson's from South Carolina, I could see him going back home. Oh, you know, it's going to be a derby. It's going to be a race. Once the Texans finally figure out they have to move on and man up and just realize they, they screwed up. It's over. They need to stop trying to play like, Oh, we can get him back. No, it's done. So the quicker they figure that out, the better everyone else will be so, better off. Everyone else will be. So, um, yeah, I'm going to say jets. I got to believe baby. I'm gonna say J E T S until he's not. That's I'm just gonna I'm just gonna hold out hope. When I set myself up for um disappointment, you better believe it. But I'm a Jets fan, so what else is new? <laughs> You've dealt with a lot of that. You have dealt with a lot of that, bro. Oh, well, I'm so, all in, baby. It's Watson or Bust. He's gonna be a Jet. Well, you know the new motto of the Jets is what? 
<laughs> it's all gas, no break until we get to show Watson, which I did tweet once. So I'm going to ride by that. Let's get him. Absolutely. Get him Absolutely. So um, other than that, it's just minor news for football. Uh, the Panthers today released defensive end Stephen Weatherly, their punter, Michael P- Pallady, and also they released their safety, Trey Boston. And I tweeted this earlier. I said the Panthers are cleaning house. Interesting. And in my opinion, they're freeing up. In my, to me, what they're doing is they're freeing up all the money they can to try to go get the Sean Watson. That's what they're doing right now, in my opinion. Sounds good. So, Jules, I think we hit all the stuff with football as of right now. Like, listen, if anything big happens, like if the Sean Watson thing happens, Julian and I will have an sh- emergency show as always. But now we're going to transition after this show where it's baseball. As you guys know, um, spring training is going on. Julian will be back down here in my apartment here in Brandon, Tampa, Florida in approximately you're about, yeah, about maybe what, like 22, 20, 21 hours from now. So yeah, uh, we're getting close, man. I'm under 24 watch now. Um, we got like 20 almost, so let's get it. I'm excited to be back. It's going to be good. Absolutely. So, Jules, why don't we end it the right way, bro? All right. So, we got to close down how we always do. Grunt Talks MLB is our website. Now, for YouTube, you have Grunt Talks GT Sports. That's our YouTube channel. All the baseball and football videos your heart desires. Now, articles are on the website as well. Our podcast is GNT Sports Talks, presented by Grunt Talks, Apple, and Spotify. Personal Twitter, Julian Gowardi1. Personal Instagram, Julian Gowardi11. The team's Instagram is Grunt Talks Team, and the Twitter is Grunt Talks MLB. Brother, take it away. Thank you, brother. My personal Twitter is btoms81. Also want to add, before the NFL draft, which is two months from now, I do have a goal. I want to get to 3,000 followers um, about – 405 followers away so we'll try to do that also want to get my boy julian up to 9,000. he's almost oh, there let's get it so going. much get him to three get me the nine yes yep. get him the 9k get me to 3k so also follow grunt talks nfl like like we said we're gonna have our football content on that as well you could catch all of our content exclusively at grunt talks mlb.com thank you guys so much for listening we got a lot more planned for you we're excited for more nfl free agency in four weeks we're gonna have a lot i'm not gonna sleep during that time and i'm gonna feel like what julian feels like not sleeping with all this stuff but joy brother always a pleasure can't wait to see you tomorrow i'll be there at the airport to pick you up yes let's go almost sunny florida again yeah the snow football talk baseball becoming soon excited everything's coming together let's go